Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, strap yourselves in for some movies, video games, comic books, all that pop culture talk that we've been delivering to you over the last 15 years in podcast form. And for the last year, this streaming form. Um, Quick question for those of you who watch or listen. I don't know if you get it through the podcast or you get it video, but let me know, Jonathan at Geekscape.net. How you want us to continue now that things are tentatively opening back up? Do you want the streaming to continue? I like the live interaction with all of you. Um, or do you just want it to go back to the classic podcast uh, route that's roots that it's been a part of uh, that have been a part of the show since the beginning? Um, one thing that I do want to do, and I don't think longtime listeners are any stranger to this, but over the last year I've been saying that I think I want to integrate some form of live component into the show. Uh, maybe monthly, where Katie and I take the show to the stage. And maybe even if it's a small stage here in Los Angeles, do a live component of the show once a month for all of you who are local and obviously stream it for those of you who are not. So it's a lot to, to kind of tackle. We have a lot of things going on behind the scenes here at Geekscape. Um, Matt Kelly is aggressively trying to expand your Geekscape offerings, which um, is just like, I I have a, a level of guilt with uh, with when it comes to Matt, and he'll be on the show later uh, here in a bit. Maybe he can talk about it. But he's so enthused about growing this experience out for y'all, whether it be the YouTube or the Twitch or the podcast network. And there's like only so much I can keep up with, as you see uh, if you've been listening on the subscription. Um, I missed the last two weeks. I went to Austin, and then when I came back. I was editing like 30 hours worth of content that went up for a a client over the weekend. And uh, I think things went well. (laughs) Uh, My job was done after I handed it in. Uh, But I was very, very fried. And uh, because of the editing deadline, I just, I wanted to do an episode, but I couldn't. So you're getting an episode now. We've got Katie and Derek coming up in addition to Matt. It's going to be great. Um, But I, I, I honestly don't have anything prepared here for the beginning because this weekend is such a was such a roller coaster ride. We had um, the, this this professional gig on a professional level. Things have been well for me, and on a Geekscape level, I told you Matt's enthusiasm and everything. Uh, we, we're we're trying to be a little aggressive as we go into the summer and don't have a Comic Con to build around. What are the things that we can do to include the other, rest of the podcast network to give you all more offerings and all our different channels? Um, what are some of those things? If there's something cool that you want to see, definitely email me and we'll talk about it. But in the midst of all this, uh, our, my, like the wind really got taken out of our sails. Uh, when Saturday we looked up and our good friend, Sarah Goodwin, who's been a Geekscapist from before there was Geekscape back in the Geek Drum days, 
said that her husband, Chris Ellis, who is a long time geekscape from around the same time. I mean, he's a geek drum uh, listener. Uh, he was in a hospital and he was at the UCLA hospital and he was uh, not going to come out of it. That was a major shock. Um, I read that news on Saturday um, and it, you know, I texted Sarah and I asked her what, if there was anything I could do, I, I offered to come and see Chris on Wednesday of this week and maybe spell her for a bit because she was by his bedside and there was only one person allowed in the room because of pro- COVID protocols at a time. And I said, great, I'll come visit Chris and maybe you can step out. Maybe I can bring you lunch. Uh, and it was something I was looking forward to do. Uh, it was something I was looking forward to doing on Wednesday, but Sunday morning there was news that Chris had actually passed away. Um, I, I mean, Saturday, I, I definitely broke down right here in this chair that you're watching me in. I broke down in my office just thinking about it. I had not seen Chris since before the pandemic. He and Sarah had come to one of the more recent Geekscape picnics and I didn't know that he was in bad health. I didn't know what he was battling. We had become estranged. I attended Chris and Sarah's wedding in 2015 with Gilmore and Ben Dunn. Um, Will Kistler, who we all met through this community that we started. Uh, Will Kistler, you know, he was ordained to officiate the wedding. And I when I heard that Chris was in the hospital, I immediately just thought about that day in June 2015, where we all went to Simi Valley to see if they can get married. And I was a Laura at the time. It was a 3D themed wedding. We all had 3D glasses. There's a, a pretty wonderful picture of everyone in attendance wearing 3D glasses uh, gathered around Chris and Sarah. And all I could think seeing those photos was, like happier times, but also that there was possibly things going on under the surface that we just don't know about. I was in a state of internal flux. Y'all have seen me over the last five years blow up my life and put it back together. Many of y'all have been a big part of that, helping me. Um, And I guess Chris was battling things as well. Chris and Sarah both were. And Chris's health was in decline. He had been in the hospital since March. And if there's one thing that Sarah was really asking for this week, and we are going to fulfill that request in the near future was donate blood. The one thing she said that we could all do to help was donate blood. The hospital was in short supply. It was something that would help ease Chris's pain or extend his ability to be visited Um, so especially in the wake of the major parts of the COVID crisis, a lot of our hospitals, a lot of our health systems are lacking in blood. So in the near future, Matt and I, and everybody else here at Geekscape, are going to organize a blood drive. We're probably going to do a big, annoying stream about it. We're definitely going to do a multi-platform promotion about it. You won't be able to escape it, but we're going to do a blood drive. Um, really prepare for that. Be ready to donate blood. Be ready to be a part of it. Be ready to get family members and friends to be a part of it. And remember to do it in Chris's name because he was absolutely a geekscapist. And even though I had not seen him since before the pandemic, even though, you know, one of the last memories to really spending time with Chris was that day in Simi Valley where he and Chris got married. I just remember during the ceremony, (laughs) seeing how many of the Geekscape audience was in attendance and were friends and Laura, my ex-wife turning to me and say like, this has to be messing with you to see all these people together because of you. And it, I mean, shit, like it messed with me. It was, uh, it, it's hard. Like it, it's, you know, I try not to take pride in too many things, uh, but like it was hard for me not to take pride in the fact that like, this beautiful moment was happening and it all started with this little spark that I lit um, and that y'all carried and continue to carry. And that's what this is about. And as wonderful as it is when we have these successes, when we see, you know, um, 
I'm just going to say, like, I love that Matt has become reinvigorated with the network and gone off and done successful things. We cheer when people like Eric Francisco go and get a job and, and succeed or William Bibiani or just the multiple geekscapists who have called this their home and have gone off to have successful lives with us or without us. As wonderful as it is, every time there's a success from our community, it's really hard when there is a loss when there's, when there's a goodbye. And, um, and Chris was brilliant. He was hilarious. He was a major geek. Uh, he was always there for the LA based geekscape events. And, um, and I mean, shit, I'm sad that I didn't get a chance to really say goodbye to him in person on Wednesday. Um, I was, I was like getting myself ready to go and see how he was doing in the hospital. And, uh, and, and it, it just, uh, didn't happen. Chris said goodbye and that was it. And if you're listening, Chris, we love you. And if you'll keep listening, we'll keep talking to you. Um, cause Geekscape forever. And, um, I'm not going to break down here on the show. I already <laughs> break down. I broke down pretty hard on Saturday. Um, but I think of all of you as this family that we built and losing a family member is hard. And, uh, Chris is no exception. He was wonderful and beautiful. And, um, and he's pain-free now. So go, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's about what I have to say. It was not prepared. Uh, but that's kind of how loss works. Sometimes you don't always prepare for it or get the ability to prepare for it. Um, welcome to Geekscape. Let's talk about some pop culture. Let's do some of the things that Chris was into and talk pop culture, talk some geekdom and, uh, and get on with it. Shall we, uh, Chris? Why don't you co-host this one with us for a bit? Um, I love you, man. And uh, yeah, um, from everybody here at Geekscape, we love you and we're going to miss you. But we know you're still with us. Um, Matt Kelly is here with me. He runs the Geekscape podcast network. And I, I don't, I mean, I don't know, Matt. Like I just, that fucked me up, dude. And you were on a, a text exchange with Gilmore, Ben Dunn and I from Saturday on. It was weird because, like, I I remember Chris from the forums, which was at a point that was all Geekscape was, right? You know what I mean? Like, it was... Yeah, it was the podcast and forums. That was it. it, And I know that I met him a handful of times through Will Kessler because I used to go to his movie nights when I lived out in L.A. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I remember Sarah extremely well because I know that Sarah was always extremely active on the forums as well. So I was just, that was just sideswiped me and was heartbroken. But, you know, I want to jump on something that you mentioned before we got even deeper is that you were saying like, Hey, first of all, yes, there's going to, I've got some ideas already on what we're going to do for this, this live stream blood drive thing. So no, nothing can, but that was, (laughs) but you know, you were talking about like how you brought all these people together and like, I know that it's kind of the joke that like without you and Geekscape, I'd just be like a homeless guy, like just eating rats and living in a box. But like, that's not too far from the truth. <laughs> um, not necessarily like the homeless living in a box, but like, I can't think of very many things that I'm doing in my life right now that are bringing me joy that don't extend from Geekscape first. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was such a jumping point for everything. You know, when, when all these big companies came and literally took every single writer except for me from <laughs> from the website. Remember, <laughs> remember when I wrote the April Fool story oh that Nerdist had bought us? And, and then fired the, me. Next, <laughs> the next week I had a meeting at Nerdist and they were all saying, welcome to the family. <laughs> and Nerdist had fallen for the joke that they had bought us. Yeah, they uh, took everybody else. Why not just take us? I mean, it looked. I mean, every week they were taking another one of our writers, and I was like, "Yes, go get paid." Except for and, me, uh, <laughs> just leave me, Matt Kelly. You know, leave me. I mean, it honestly, Matt. Like, I just knew that. I I did. I do not find you dispensable. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm also a terrible writer. That may have been a big factor in it. <laughs> I sent them some samples of their work, of your work, and I was like, "Hey, what do you think about this guy?" Knowing it was a poison pill. 
you know, there's certain people, they're not good writers, but they're good idea men. You know what I mean? I, I feel and like... And there are people who are neither. Yeah, and that's me. I fall in <laughs> that category. Uh, no, it's, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. And it's tough sometimes. I was talking to a friend about this the other day because, you know, I obviously my my memories of chris are are very small but like i also care about you and i care about ben and i care about gilmore and and being on that ta- that text chat and seeing the sadness in there it's impossible not to like feel that simultaneously i i literally on sunday morning was all stressed out and i went on a walk to clear my head and then i got the text message letting me know that that Chris had died. And I was just like, man, so much for this walk to clear my head. Like, like it was just like right there in front of me as I started the walk. Like, I I mean, it's just, it was, you said, you said earlier, it's the elephant in the room that, that we couldn't not start this without addressing it. Uh, The hard part now is trying to figure out how to, you know, maneuver this into dick and fart jokes like we normally do. <laughs> well, <That's... laughs> I've been doing this for longer than 15 years. I think I can do that. But uh, but ultimately, I just want to say that, like, um, the one thing that we do well is that we stick together. Yeah. And that's always been true. So what we'll do is we'll organize a blood drive. Those are Sarah's wishes. Those are the things that will help people in Chris's situation. Uh, those are the and, and so we're going to organize this blood drive and we're going to try it to do it across the country and anywhere Geekscapist is listening or exposed to, well, the stuff that, you know, you're far reach. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll just try and make a little noise and do a little good. And if we're not happy with it, we'll do it again and again and again and again, because um it's, it's just that's what we built this thing for. We built this thing to to do good and uh, to make change and not just talk about comics, video games, and movies. But we sometimes do that too. Uh, let me see if Derek has anything to add on this one. Were you meditating, Derek? Did we wake you up, pal? No, oh, I'm here. I'm listening. <laughs> I, uh, I think that that was really beautiful. I love the idea of this blood drive. Um, I didn't know Chris super well. I remember him a little bit from the forums, but the forums were so long ago. They're hard for me to even remember at this point. Yeah. Yeah, It's Um, all Facebook now. It's all kind of, yeah, it's crazy how much that that stuff has shifted. Um, I'm also really glad that Matt never left us. um, And as, (laughs) as, as tough as it was to sometimes edit the work that he was doing, um, he, and sometimes it was really hard. Uh, what so, language is this? Yeah, some, yeah. Google Translate, was, just copy and paste into Google Translate, yeah. and then the internet crashes. Um, yeah, as 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 tough as that job could be, sometimes to to edit Matt's work, I I. Um, you know, he's one of the people I care about the most in my life. I feel like and. Uh, the fact that you're still around just makes me so happy and to see the things that you've done and the hundred podcasts that you brought um, over to us uh working on bringing two more. right yeah it's uh, is that is that true matt of course it's true i don't yeah. even have to ask you of course that's true I was texting someone today about their show so they might yeah. be joining oh, us in a well, few months you know what i mean listen i can't be like let's keep the light on for people and let's make a home for them and then be like but not you geek yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? like that's that's uh that's what we built this thing for. And as people come in the door, people are going to, going to leave too. And, and, um, and I think that was, that was what was so hard yesterday was um, realizing that like I had literally spent 24 hours stealing myself up to go visit Chris in the hospital bed. And it was pretty much a shock to say, to, to realize I didn't have to anymore. And, and I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to see him. I wanted to say goodbye. As I mean, difficult I... as it would have been. I think that that's really more than anything, you know, whether you knew Chris like you did or met Chris once like I did or only really knew Chris from the forums like Derek. um, If any, if, if Sunday taught me anything, it's definitely like if you've got those people in your life that you just kind of lost touch with and you feel like it would be awkward to just reach out to them after all these years. It ain't. Fi- it's going to be a hell of a lot awkward if the only time you reach out to them is their final goodbye. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, it's worth making that effort to just check in on someone. Just say, "Hey, how you doing?" I, you know, I know we haven't talked in a while. I hope everything's all right. 
I know when I get those text messages, it it always makes my day. You can't have a bad day when someone's checking in on you. It's impossible. I definitely felt the level of guilt reaching out to Sarah and seeing if there was anything she needed after the fact. And, you know, but Sarah's great. And, and she said, yes, organize a blood drive. And that's what we're going to do. And, um, and we'll continue communication. And like I said, it allowed us to talk to Gilmore and Ben, people who've been a little estranged from Geekscape, but they're always part of it. So um, thank you for continuing to work to grow it, uh, Matt, and everybody listening and sharing it with your friends if this is what you're into. Or maybe you listen to some of our other shows and that's what you're into as well and you share those shows. So just, you know, we're not going away and we're working on quite a few projects behind the scenes that um, will hopefully help spread the love in other yeah. arenas. Um, Make sure to, uh, <laughs> while we're talking about things growing, if you haven't already, definitely consider subscribing to the Twitch and YouTube because I think possibly come August, there might be a lot more things happening on there. Don't, than don't, thre- don't threaten people. Oh, I'm threatening. <laughs> don't don't threaten, threaten people. I got some I, ideas. Let's just, yeah. That's all we'll say. <laughs> uh, Big Yanks is on the YouTube and he says, you know, what? I'll build you a stage in my backyard. You can come do Geekscape here. Uh, listen, it's not just me, pal. Uh, I, I got to involve Katie in that. Uh, <laughs> we got Katie Alcester, my co-host and the geek queen i think she's the what, queen, geek queen? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're the geek queen the geek queen i like queen it's like the queen queen <laughs> all right queen squa- queenscape this is hard to say uh, <laughs> Katie, We're going how are you you kind of watched us all kind of mourn the last no, 48 that, hours i think it's something that's really beautiful that like I, I feel, you know, so outside, but like so appreciative of this group because everyone is so close and is so familial. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing because, yeah, we talk about dicks and farts and all of that, you know, bringing <laughs> it back. But it comics, but like, what is it that we've like learned from like the stuff that we've consumed or we talk about all the time? And it's just that like, you know, we're we're all a part of this like we're all a unit together and like i think that's one of the things that i take so much from these stories these video games all of these things is that like all of us are connected so deeply and when one of us uh falls off the path or you know um we don't get to see them anymore that that hits so hard um and I think it's just, it's so beautiful. I cannot wait to give blood. Um, I, I've been so <laughs> reticent to give blood because of COVID and everything. And I usually mm-hmm. give blood, blood very frequently. And I feel like a total piece of shit for not giving blood. And I'm like, <laughs> no. maybe I could have saved hey. someone. I am well, O negative. Hey. So superhero blood. So. Oh, you got the good, you got the, the, su- the superhero, su- like the super soldier serum. Okay. I do. Okay. I do. Um, <laughs> Super Soldier yeah. Serum is in my face. I just remember building, like, the one thing I would say early in the years of Geekscape, in the early years, I would say, I want to build something that survives me stepping off the wrong sidewalk. You know what I mean? Like, getting hit by a buzz. Like, let's build something that survives me. Sure. And and I think that we're well in on that. I think that, like, you know, Matt and Derek know where all the passwords are. Yeah. Like, everybody <laughs> kind of knows where everything is. Like, you can probably figure them out. Well, just go for it. Or, yeah, you'll same. figure it out. Like, y'all have you know, my partner, George Callert's phone number, like, yo, figure it out. Well, and to bounce off of something Katie said about what we've built here at Geekscape, um, you know, I, as I'm like scouting for these different shows or creating these different shows, like I think what makes almost every single show on Geekscape so interesting and so unique is like you said, that personality in it, like there's a million podcasts where people sit and talk about a bad horror movie. You know what I mean? But like, horror movie night you don't really have to li- know any of the movies we're watching to listen because it's you all about shouldn't. the yeah no it's all about like the <laughs> tangents and the nonsense that you that like it's where the conversation goes from that starting point and that's what i've really tried to make all of the shows is like christmas 365 we barely talk about christmas half the time we did it <laughs> we just recorded we literally just recorded an episode before now on the Lego Star Wars holiday special that dropped on Disney Plus. We talked about it for five minutes. The rest was us arguing over what the proper rankings of the Star Wars movies are. Like, it's like, mm. you know, like it's stuff like that where you you just have to use the topic as a starting point. And I hear it in Xbox Game Passengers. I hear it in Geekscape games. I hear it in Binge Town. I hear it 
on Femme Regard. I hear it on all of these different shows that we've thrown in there. Uh, I mean, 91 Donkey Lane it's a, is its own beast. It will tangent, always be but, just as tangent. <laughs> but, if you want to talk about tangents. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's like, but it is. It's just, it's, here's the starting point. Where does our own personal lives take us on that topic? So I have some feedback because I listened to the One Hit Thunder and I was crying at the episode talking about Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. <laughs> that, that episode was phenomenal. Then I listened to Geekscape Games, Derek. And I got to tell you, I was also crying at the story of Shane trying to find, like, fix his graphics card. Oh my goodness! Yeah, because he had like spoozed all over it in order to get it to go faster and like yeah. sync, like heat yeah. sync the thing I mean, so that it would like, run Forza. And he's just doing all the wrong things. He reveals that he's living in a like a warehouse or a, a airplane hangar with his dad, and then. The episode just gets worse when Carlos Lopez rips off a fucking little kid for Pokemon cards. He's the cause of Target is no longer selling Pokemon cards in stores, and I'm pretty sure he's why. It's because of Carlos. I'm I'm listening to this story horrified. And if you want to know what I'm talking about, download the episode because I'm not doing it justice. But he basically goes into like a Dwayne Reed or something and sees that there are a full box of Pokemon cards behind the counter. He gets the poor old lady who works here to sell it to him, even though there's a little kid behind him who had his eyes on just getting one pack. He buys the freaking thing, the whole box, and then he waits for the little kid in the parking lot to sell it to him at an uptick. Double it's, the cut, double the price. But dude, double it was horrifying. Price. I'm listening to this being like, please be better. Please be better. Please <laughs> yeah. be better. And sure enough, nope. Carlos goes ahead and sells it to the little kid. I got to start hanging around some better much. people, I think. Oh, it was so, <laughs> it was so shades. And then Carlos goes back in the store and I stopped feeling so bad for the kid because there was another box that the kid just didn't see. <laughs> yes, and the kid just yes. purchased. I mean, the whole thing just, it was a horror show. Yeah. Listening to that episode. My, but, my main feedback for Shane would be the next time you decide to destroy your graphics card and cause, you know, a three week, three weeks with no computer, like. Don't do it when you're supposed to be recording an episode of my podcast because, uh, <laughs> you know, no, you don't have an Xbox. You now don't have a computer. You now can't play the game that we're supposed to record uh, an episode about in like three days. And, you know, now we got to push it further down the road. Like, you know, the day after the day after the podcast, the like as soon as we finish the podcast, just shut it down and start working on it. But like. You know, maybe like plan things a little bit better. I think <laughs> you, you hang out with real scumbags with that. Dude, it's like, you know what? In, in their defense, Bolt T just busted out on the Twitch and said, "Why do you hate free markets?" That's a fine <laughs> demand, baby. Yeah, he's, uh, he's Bolt. He's Bolt T two now. What happened? Yeah, to I think Bolt T pulled a little Kitty Alcesser and got herself <laughs> so blocked off of Twitch and had to make a new. You show ID. your dinger. You show your dinger. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kitty, how come you have a different ID on Twitch? Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, got luckily, luckily, it's not on Twitch. It's just on TikTok. Oh, it's on TikTok. It's not confusing for anybody. Everybody's got it all. Katie yeah. fucked around and found out on TikTok. I found out. I found what? out. And let me tell you, they don't—they don't go hard on everyone. They're just on me. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's fair. But also, like, I kind of want my name back. It's okay. Z is good too. Well, while we're speaking about building. Um, you know, Matt usually has a very active background of VHS tapes and and horror movie toys yeah, and stuff like Matt, that. Where are you broadcasting from? Same spot as always. Your closet? Did um, you get robbed? What's happening? Oh, uh, I bought a house and I'm moving. That's so. right. Because nobody could no, nobody could officially rob you within a two months because no. of all of these <laughs> stuff. All you the have. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm uh, all next week. I'll be moving everything in and uh, building a studio. But uh, got on the phone with, we already gave him a shout out once, but I'll give him a second one. Uh, Robert Bacon from 91 Donkey Lane. And he literally was like, all right, you're going to need this cable. You're going to need this adapter. You're going to need this thing. So we're going to have a nice little studio with a remote control LED lights all over the walls. Ooh, okay. I got a Matt, ring light. <laughs> we're going to call that studio Geekscape East. Yeah. We got <laughs> dude, no, no my offense to Big Yanks' like, stage in his backyard. <laughs> I think Matt Kelly's going to have Geekscape East out of Philly. The best thing that he tipped me off on, and this is going to be a game changer. And again, go and subscribe to the Twitch. I have plans. Okay. But he uh, he got me an adapter that I can hook 
the actual Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis consoles too, as well as a VCR, so like that I can Gato put people watching old VHS tapes with me. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So oh, I'm coming to Philly. We're yeah, gonna get some Wawa and we're gonna watch some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna gauntlet it with some okay. some Wawa iced tea. We're gonna get and, five and a, movies. And with a I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need you to get one of those like VHS murder mystery party type things and like play that. So, <laughs> Wait, I'll hold up, hold up, Katie. Speaking of backdrops, you have like an entire little village behind you. I was referring to. Okay, I so, wanted to know what was going so, on there. So Geekscape is on the podcast feed. Katie doesn't have her typical backdrop right now. She's broadcasting out of her living room, and there's like a no, little actually, Santa village going on in the background, or something. So, so I'm like, what the? Actually, what is that? This is actually the room that I always broadcast out of. I'm just usually on the other. Like I usually am against the wall uh, because I'm running games and things like that all during the day. Um, I switched around some stuff, but this is actually our game room, and that's uh, just some of some of our Legos. Those are Lego villages. Really? Oh, because okay. from here it looks like the model that they zoom in on for Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. And yeah. it's probably that too. <laughs> it, it looks like your mom's version of the bottled city of Candor from Superman comics. And like, if you get close to it, you can hear people being like, "Free me!" <laughs> do you see? Do you see that right there? That's actually the Ghostbusters uh, fire oh, station. Right oh, there. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're gonna say, and it is: Did y'all see the Lego Daily Bugle that was released today? It's a three hundred dollar <gasps> Daily Bugle set. It has. Did you like, see all the characters it came with? It has like twenty nine characters, including the Punisher, who are, I was pretty sure Marvel <laughs> was gonna cancel. And this thing is $300. I would love to buy it. It goes up on sale on the 26th or 24th, and that thing's going to sell out. It's $300 for the entire Daily Bugle. It's like seven stories of Lego building. It looks amazing. That wasn't what I was going to say, but that's amazing. Matt, this thing is psychotic. (laughs) It is so awesome. Um, and it even has a spider buggy on it. Uh, (laughs) like you're going to have like a Robbie Robertson like Lego. Why not? And it actually has shout outs to the uh, electric company Spider-Man cartoons because in one of the offices, there's the framed photo of Spidey on the wall, like in the electric company office in, in uh, J. Jonah Jameson's office. There's a framed picture of Spidey because <laughs> he hates Spider-Man. And it's insane. This $300 set is the entire Daily Bugle and it's probably like six feet tall. That's really amazing. The most money I ever spent on any was I bought the the Disney castle that was like a couple thousand uh, pieces. It was like, like, oh, I was like, I, that's no, no, no. what I heard too. I no, was like, it was like a, no, but it was definitely like a three, $400 purchase, <laughs> but yeah, it's, wow. it's the full, like when you walk into magic kingdom, magic kingdom castle with like multiple rooms. Oh, that's all. amazing. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the monkey Island special edition that I bought off of. Um, it's not, it's not here yet. No, it was supposed to ship in May. We'll find out. But like, okay, like right. retro games or whatever it's called, limited it, run, limited, limited run, run yeah. put out mm. like a three hundred dollar. Oh, it was set super cool of all the Monkey Island stuff. It comes with like a Murray skull and like all these maps. And mm-hmm. it, I, I pretty much like threw the card down on that immediately upon it. Uh, I was like, oh, this is going to sell out. It wasn't going to sell out. the stimulus checks are for. That yeah, there's like five game. Monkey Allen fans right now. Let me tell you. I mean, I'm going to bring the camera over here, but like right over there is like our Avatar um, collection right there that just came out, which was awesome. What is that, Katie? Where's oh, Jake Sully? For the <laughs> podcast listeners, what are you describing over there? Like Right now, they're, uh, they're action figures. It's Aang. It's uh, um, Katara. It's... Uh, Uncle Iro. Uncle Iro wasn't a part of it. No, what? but uh, Toph is there. We also have um, uh, Fire Lord Sozai over there. Sozai. Wait, but who put that out? Um, uh, I did. I got it from Mark for his birthday, and it finally came out after like months of just being like back order, like a, back order, back what, order. Who put it out though? Who's the manufacturer on that stuff? Um, Earth something. Uh, <laughs> Entertainment. Oh, inter- Entertainment Earth. Earth. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that is yeah. really cool. I had yeah. not heard that that was even a thing. Yeah, we've that's got amazing. a whole bunch. Maybe of they stuff can there, free the people from your who, who are shrunk and held <laughs> captive in your Lego city. Yeah, they it could. looks. It looks like my grandmother used to have these like Christmas villages. She was. I know exactly what you're talking. And that is technically what it's inspired off of. But they're all Legos, and like there's like a little barber shop. We've got. <laughs> we got down here. We got like a, a knight's castle and a forge. 
Great, right over there. Uh, that's gonna be my new. That's okay. gonna be my new little thing. I'm gonna now that I have my own house, I'm gonna start collecting Christmas village. As long as they're they're not precious moments, that's what my grandma collected. Precious moments all over her house. We're just so, gonna be the Lego people. Matt, you're <laughs> not the only one getting ideas. Uh, let's see, Polar Knights on Twitch says I'm getting new ideas. Take the toys from the kids and make it my own. Yeah, uh, make, it, make it a game room, dude. Bolt T. Two says now I'm curious. What is your like dream display piece collectibles that you don't get because they are too expensive? Uh, I think that I think that the Daily Bugle would definitely be one of the ones for me. But I've definitely seen a lot of my friends get the uh, Unicron Transformer. Oh, that's that super is, like, cool, massive, yeah. Yeah. and it transforms into the planet eating moon and all that stuff. But the Unicron is pretty impressive. Have- my goodness, oh. you have a lot of stuff displayed. Yeah, yeah, Katie is showing us Geekscape listeners a Voltron up there on that shelf. Yep. <laughs> That's got to be solid. What's the story there? Fine, you should just go full screen on her camera for a little bit so people this. can see that. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, God, the, the angling of this? Jesus. Oh, God, what is happening? She okay. just yeah. went full Cloverfield on us. This there's a so sorry. Here. It is. <laughs> You're like, All right, there's yeah. Voltron. Yeah, and then we've got the, the Batman Superman display over there. Back there is the, uh, the rules of Pixar. Goodness. I head. love that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like my dad. Then we've got like our Star Wars stuff over there. Got a little Deadpool, all sorts of stuff. All sorts that's of stuff. Great, oh so much yeah, and the turtles. Well. Yes, yeah, it, that's our game room. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. Does, it, does the rest of your house have that stuff, stuff like that displayed everywhere as well, or is it just? Yeah, we've got like the original um, Star Wars posters framed up in a kitchen area. Um, oh, didn't show you the. <laughs> We're very into Legos here, but that's uh, that's the Harry Potter train platform nine and three quarters, oh, and then cool. of course my prize piece, which is uh, the Master Sword. The Master Sword <laughs> is right there. Well, you don't have a Hyrulean shield for it. I don't, and that's that. That would be my thing. That would be my collectible. Yeah. That like, if I just had that, I'm like, I would have everything. I remember one Comic Con. I was gonna like one of the dealers had it for like two fifty the whole the the sword and the I the think sword you were like weighing that the whole weekend. Yeah, it was, I was weighing it the whole yeah, weekend. Yeah. I How was much? like, that's it. well. If I was like, if that's still there on Sunday when they're dropping the prices, I'm gonna go get it. And it, the guy was like, I'll give it to you for two fifty. I was like, great. I went to check in with Matt as we wrapped the booth. I went back. It was gone. It was a blessing in disguise because <laughs> I don't know if I don't know who I was driving back to LA that weekend. It was either Matt or Derek. I think it was and. Me. It was. It, there was no way it was going to fit in the car. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could have. I, w- I would have put it on my lap for you. The for sure. the shield and sword. You would have had to have put it in you in order to transport it back to Los Angeles. <laughs> it would have had to impa- Like, could you imagine? Like, we stop in traffic, and the, the, I look over, and the sword is in your face. Impaled. I mean, we've just had like a couple sticking- of close calls over the years too. So. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't wait to go back to Comic Con and almost yeah. kill y'all again. I dude. No. I literally. Derek and I had a phone call like a week or two ago and i was like i do not miss san diego comic-con the convention but my god two years in a row not just like going out to get dinner and like running around that city on scooters i miss so much like that is so exciting are scooters still a thing now they better be they better still be there (laughs) i feel like i haven't seen birds or whatever in a long time so the thing COVID, is, probably. if you get there, yeah, go to Ventura Boulevard, like you'll see it. <laughs> I live off of Ventura Boulevard. I, know, but I, I see. I saw. I saw birds today. I was in Los Feliz. I saw the freaking things. But I think uh, you know. I got this. Might be too like inside information, but like I got an exhibitor letter from Comic Con, and I think their special edition in November is back on. I can't tell. I thought it was canceled, and then. They said, watch this space for more news on the I didn't like, think Thanksgiving ever, weekend Comic-Con, and I don't yeah. know what's happening. I didn't think they ever canceled it, but they because they announced it, and then there was a lot of uproar, and then immediately they were like, I thought their like, follow-up to that was like, just hold on, like it's tentative, yeah. it's planned, but sure. obviously it all depends. It's going to be really small, and obviously it all depends on what things are looking like at that point. Yeah. Um, I'm I, doing my first I, vending I, next month. It's, oh, really? It, yeah. The uh, the drive-in movie theater is doing a double feature of Critters, um, so I'm going there, and we made we made a D and D inspired Critters shirt um, nice. that is a twenty sided die with the Critters face on the twenty, and it says "Roll a Crit." Uh, <laughs> that's cool. Pronounced a crit. 
whatever. <laughs> but for that perfect Venn diagram of people who like D&D and also like bad gremlins rip. So yeah. there's going to I'm going to make at least two people's there's day. dozens of them. I'm going to sell at least two shirts. Yeah. Well, we're talking go mild when I show up. Uh, y'all aren't watching <laughs> Jupiter's Legacy, are you? Nope. Not currently. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy is pretty good. And is I got to tell you. It sounds that- like it. The criticism of Jupiter's Legacy is that what I was hearing, and I was way too busy to watch it when I was in Austin, and then when I had this editing deadline, and Heidi was growing frustrated because he wanted to watch it. I read the Mark Miller book, and I kind of, you know, Jupiter's Legacy, then Jupiter's Children, there's multiple Jupiter's books, and so I knew what was in store, but Heidi really wanted to watch it. I just didn't have the time, and I started finally getting the time on Saturday. We watched the first three episodes there's a little bit of funkiness going on because Stephen DeKnight, who produced some of the Daredevil series for Netflix, and did um, he also did what was the gladiatorial uh, show um, Spartacus? He did yeah. some one of those uh, some of the Spartacus stuff. Stephen Knight did the first two episodes of Jupiter's Legacy, and then I guess left the show. And so a producer took over for the final four episodes of this show on Netflix. And the first two are good. I like the first two episodes. I think they're fairly good. But then when episode three rolls around, and that's as far as I've watched so far, it's definitely a little bit of a stylistic change. But it got, I kind of felt like it it, it, it hit its groove. Okay. And uh, Bolt T says, I actually watch, uh, liked the comic and want to watch it. I liked the comic as well. I think that, you know, the first two episodes have some obvious choices it feels like it feels like it's taking uh tone and you know it, it, some informed tone from like stuff like justice league and stuff that we've seen before it's not really doing its own thing quite yet the story is because it's following the comic pretty closely but it, i think that stylistically and visually it really hits its groove and tonally it hits its groove in episode three and so for anybody who watches it and watches the first two episodes, and are like, eh, it's a little too much, like stuff I've seen before. When you get to episode three, you're really going to start buying in and getting into the groove of it. But I'm glad that the spoilers are not out there, from what I can tell. Because okay. I'm also glad with, like, Invincible that that stuff didn't happen. But Invincible was week to week. Yeah, I was going to ask about how did every... I feel like we didn't really talk... You haven't really talked about it too much, but I went from being kind of lukewarm to the show to absolutely loving it by the end. Like I thought invincible was incredible. Invincible is incredible. That yeah. It's awesome. I'm glad that I conned Heidi into watching it by, <laughs> by being like, just continue, just continue. I, I hounded Katie online until she'd watch it. I, I'm glad I you watched did. it. And then like Jupiter's legacy legacy is only like six episodes. And I hope they continue <laughs> with it because it, it's a bigger story, but y'all haven't seen it. Geekscapist, I think Ian Kerner and I should sit down and do like an Invincible like episode, a Jupiter's Legacy episode, and of course mm-hmm. we have Loki coming in early June along with uh, this one that I love so in- much, and that would be uh, <laughs> let me just pull it up here on the screen. Sorry, podcast listeners. Well, while you, while you're be, getting while you're getting uh, that pull up, oh, I'm the fastest. Just gonna say I really loved uh, Invincible. That would be, yeah. yeah, that would be Sweet Tooth. Two Sweet more Tooth. seasons of Invincible uh, yeah. already renewed yeah. for two more seasons as well. Understandably so, yeah. So Sweet Tooth is coming out in early June too, so we're not going to be shy of things to talk about here on Geekscape between Loki, Sweet Tooth, <laughs> and wrapping up Invincible and uh, Jupiter's Legacy. And so, if you're also I, into that fantasy thing, hit up Bingetown TV. They're doing uh, Shadow and Bone right now, which was also really I heard really that's good excellent as well, yeah. There's <laughs> been hit after hit recently. I've got to watch like... that Shadow and Bone. That's on I was, Netflix? Or that yeah, it's on Netflix, Netflix yeah. originally. Yeah, Netflix? I was, yeah, Netflix. Oh. I was a little upset at first because based on the name, I was like, is this finally the Bone adaptation that I've been waiting for? <laughs> oh, but, yeah. But, <laughs> but, I, don't uh, no. doing, I don't know if Nickelodeon is doing that or not. I, I've been... Now that I finally sat down and read that whole series, I, I want that Bone cartoon so bad, but... <laughs> I need to read Sweet Tooth now, I guess, apparently. I, I finished reading Sweet Tooth like an hour ago, actually. And <laughs> I, I would, I already am like messaging like so many people like, hey, you saw this trailer the other day, right? You should probably read the book first because it's freaking amazing. Like, Where is this one coming out? Uh, Netflix. 
Netflix. Okay, Netflix. cool. Yeah, yeah. I it also, I feel like it point. came out of nowhere because I knew it was happening, and then like two weeks ago, it was like June fourth coming out. Like here's, here's a, trailer. a trailer. Enjoy. But after right. no news for like years, it felt like about so, the adaptation. So Derek, you said something in our group chat, but I'm curious about. Do you think so? They're dropping it on June fourth, right? Yeah. Do you think if Comic-Con was happening, that date would be pushed back to August and they would have made the announcement as a surprise, like right there at Comic-Con? I don't. I don't think so, because I think that a lot of the big Comic-Con stuff like this is uh, a a small I think it's going to be like a small series for a certain niche. It's not like like stuff like Jupiter's Legacy would have been pushed mad at Comic-Con, for instance. And I think that something like Sweet Tooth would have flown under the radar. That said, I think Sweet Tooth would have given you free food. Though. Well, like, I think that they would have done, re- <laughs> I could have had like a hybrid burger or something like that. And it would have been like something, you know, they would have done really something really creative with the food menu. Because uh, they went all with- out for the tick. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sweet Tooth, I feel like, is as known, if not slightly more known than the then tick, the tick? are you joking no the I, tick had several iterations that were successful it from has, a cartoon to a the for like when was, version yeah like yeah, how long ago right. and how long has the tick been around for like sweet i tooth disagree like, i disagree with derek that sweet tooth would have gone under the radar i think they definitely would have done an installation because it's netflix but it would have been in conjunction with netflix's other offerings yes like, yeah like yeah yeah like like uh what was it um like stars will do those booths where you yeah. like walk through a tiny piece of each thing but the whole thing right. is like quite small like it wouldn't have had like a like a expanse or like a carnival row sized uh installation or they definitely like would have done their own panels like wild the carnival row had as much stuff as it did i think it's going to continue i think we're going to get more carnival row I really yeah it was renewed so. it was renewed uh they announced at the premiere at comic-con that it was renewed but when these shows get renewed derek does your yeah. stomach grumble like what happens like internally you know knowing that there's free food at comic-con every time that they they invite you to one of these things you know i genuinely genu- generally and genuinely i i appreciate the free food but i tend to go to the go to the offsites and go to the events of the uh the properties that i'm most interested in so it's not only the food the food is just like icing on top of the already very thick cake like to get to see stuff like um you know to get to see stuff like carnival row or the boys or whatever like a month or two months before they drop um and and, you know that sort of stuff is like can you share some of that stuff with katie next summer like (laughs) Maybe just share I can't wait. I can't. I love definitely. Comedy, man. Like all, I will absolutely go to all the different installations, and I'm always down for free food. Right. <laughs> Matt, thing, Matt and I will take care of food. We could just yeah, do yeah, a. We could do like a whole food themed tour, and we just won't even talk about what we're experiencing or or how the shows <laughs> we're watching are. Like, like let's yeah. just review the menu. Yep. I I really like when they craft like the drinks and the yes. the food titles based on the show, like mm-hmm. that cleverness and know. how much I understand about. Out the show from yeah. that type right, of right? yeah like yeah. we could just talk about that and what I can i infer so about fun. this that yeah. i haven't seen yeah. yeah what if we do a blind taste test where y'all are both blindfolded and you have to Great. guess what show it's tied into just mm-hmm. by eating yeah. the food yeah mm-hmm. now yeah. i think we've got a lot of great content for the geekscape youtube <laughs> but channel treat, but go and subscribe like to shane. the geekscape youtube channel <laughs> then we treat you like shane you take the blindfold off and there's just a porn star in front of you oh. <laughs> i was gonna say i don't know why this just popped up into my memory but one of my favorite Derek going to a Sinio Comic Con installation thing was when you really thought you were going to get to play a video game with Xavier Woods from the New Day. And then at the zero hour, like a 10 year old showed up wearing yeah, a New yeah. Day shirt, and you're it, just like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't playing a video game. It was, they had this, it was a Rocket League uh, anniversary party, and, and the New Day was there, and uh, they had this like, weird game of like real life soccer where you stand inside of like an inflatable ball and like you're running around and like bumping into each other sure. to like like get them away from the get other get the other team away from the ball and we were like was, i had signed the release and we were like standing there chatting and we were about to suit up because they were just waiting for the other like the, the previous game to finish up and then there's like a little kid there um that had a new day shirt and he was so excited and and you know, unlike Carlos, they were just like, I think we're going to get this kid in there instead. But unlike, I, you know, I think that I would have given up that opportunity anyways, just because 
I just like that you say that like, now. You say that now yeah. when I got taken yeah. away right, from you. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like, I've already signed the release, so we should probably just go ahead with this, right? <laughs> Carlos would have definitely kicked that kid into a wall. In like, <laughs> or sold him his spot. Or been like, hey, it's 50 bucks if you want to go do yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that they put a kid and then like probably took the that kid probably got injured but you know. i mean he signed the he signed the waiver so it's fine if he did, yeah no nope. <laughs> nope so best uh, way to learn about contracts kid i have one more question about sweet tooth actually. yeah um because you said that you finished it i did are they still printing issues no it was only a new miniseries yeah it was a new is. six okay. issue miniseries but this gotcha. this uh adaptation and the original run was only 40 issues so it's like okay. not That's a huge easy. read um, no, in the first place it's split into three hardcover um like a hard collection of three hardcovers um it's it's super interesting because i feel like every piece of footage we've seen it's just been two trailers so far and uh, a featurette that's all we've really seen from it but the it looks so whimsical from the you know and so bright from from all of the footage we've seen and i I, I feel like it's definitely a tonal shift from the book. I think um, it'll get there, Derek. I think that you some think? of the stuff in the book that is dark when you start to see some of the things that humanity is like yeah. capable of, because humanity yeah. is definitely humankind is definitely the bad guy for the yeah. most part in this because cool. it's post some disease. So there's there's a pandemic and animal <laughs> oh, how timely. Hybrid. Yeah, animal <laughs> human hybrids are starting to come about and they are blamed yeah. for the downfall of mankind. So we have this post-apocalyptic landscape and this kid who's a hybrid and he's being hunted by humans. And uh, you, when you start to get to the, some of the stuff in the book where there's, you know, you start to see how cruel some of the humans have been to hybrids. It's our, it can probably get heartbreaking. I don't think we're getting it in the trailer. I think we're going to get it in the series. And then the six issue meaning series that's going on right now, there's one or two epi- issues left to, to publish. Um, is about a time that takes place several years after the mm-hmm. events that you're going to see in the Netflix gotcha. series. But okay. it's going to be good, I've, man. Because I've been seeing, uh, you know, I, I was texting you. You convinced me to start reading Stray Dogs and cross uh, crossover. So <laughs> I've been going to a comic book shop and I've been seeing Sweet Tooth <clears throat> on the shelf. So I was like, oh, I guess this is still running. So I was confused yeah. when. Derek said that you'd finish. They just probably put, oh, yeah, it would be the the Sweet Tooth, The Return, I think is what it's called. Gotcha. Um, okay. If the tone, because one thing, I, I watched the featurette today, and it had Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, who executive produced the uh, the series. Um, her name eludes me. So I'm, I apologize. Um, she's just not Iron Man, so I don't. You know. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they talk Everybody about on Geekscape Games is terrible. Yeah, I, 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 can we rewind that? No. No, <laughs> we'll we edit this out. We'll edit this out. Um, they talk about. They actually talk about like making it a, a, a bit of a lighter tone as well, which yeah. I don't under. I don't necessarily think is a problem. Um, but the sh- she talks about um, like like sitting sitting down with your family to watch it, and I was like reading the book i'm like i would not want to like if i had a family i would not want them to be any part of this experience that i'm having right now um unless they were of an appropriate age at which point they probably wouldn't live with me anymore because this is not for children at all Ooh, interesting. you definitely see hybrid children getting kidnapped and i'm guessing that you'll see remains of people because yeah. it's post-apocalyptic you'll probably see remains of human of humans yeah. or, hi- or hybrids but it, well and it's not the it's not even the like visuals or the gore like gore. it's so and i think largely it's a story about hope and and about overcoming these insane obstacles but there is so much heartbreak and and so many like just incredibly depressing um moments and choices that that the characters make in this book as well Um, oh this is perfect for netflix they'll they'll bill it as a comedy (laughs) yeah yeah and cancel it when it's half to, when they're half done telling no! the story. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff to watch. Um, I, I'm okay. So now that like my big gig is done, I'm gonna. There's always the next gig. There's uh, there's all there's always stuff to to work on here at Geekscape Inc. Um, not an actual company, but uh, <laughs> we are an we are an S corp. But uh, you know, I just really want to uh, catch up on. I can't wait for. I gotta clean the. I gotta clean my plate because we got Jupiter's Legacy. I gotta go watch that Bone series because um, I heard way too much great stuff about it. And then I gotta, I gotta set the deck for Sweet Tooth and um, Loki because 
Damn, that stuff's going to be really good. Very excited for Loki coming um, up. I'm right now I'm watching Hannibal for the first time because I mm-hmm. totally missed out yeah. on that. And that's dropping off of Netflix on June 4th. So Good to if know. it's been on your to watch list, that might be one to bump I think up it's there because you got like two I think more it's weeks already it. streaming elsewhere in the States. Gotcha. I think it might be on. I can't remember if it's Peacock or where it is, but it's it's either already, already streaming elsewhere gotcha. or it's, it's jumping directly somewhere else. So it's not I'll going away forever. I'll never get into <laughs> it in time. But Andy Rattinger definitely says Hannibal. It's John, nice. John, I will tell you that, I mean, you know, I've seen some shit, right? <laughs> yeah, you watch some I'm, pretty bad horror movies or some I'm, pretty gruesome things. Yeah. There have been like eight things in Hannibal so far where I thought I was going to vomit while watching no way. it. And I'm like, this was on NBC or something. Like, Matt, this was to on- be fair, I once invited you to do hill, hill repeats and you vomited. So That's I true. don't think it's necessarily yeah, just like the first season. There's literally the first season has an episode where the serial killer is turning people into human instruments by ripping uh-uh. out their vocal nope. cords and turning Ooh. them into straight. That sounds like no, unreal. I'm into. I've never no, seen Hannibal. No. I have until June 4th. Is what you're saying? Yeah, get on that. <laughs> and so there's like there's like a Dexter vibe where Hannibal's a little bit of a good guy going after well, monsters. No, so it's it's a prequel to like Red Dragon. Sure, so sure. so you're following the main character from Red Dragon back when Hannibal was just a, a psychiatrist that worked with the police department. Okay. So he's like, he's basically copying every time that they capture a killer, Hannibal starts copying their style to make them think that they caught the wrong person mm. because he has all the insider information on it. That sounds like a total roller coaster. Of it's so fucking good. <laughs> wow. And it's, it's Brian Fuller who like, yeah. I literally think has never made a bad television show. I, th- like, I think like yeah. there's three seasons. Right. And I yeah. think that like every four months they're like, maybe we'll do another one. Like yeah. it's still today. Like it ended so many years ago and they're still like, Oh, we're talking about it. Um, I love, I love Mad Mads Mickelson. I know that he has a new great. movie out that it was recommended to me. Um, I, I will watch it. I, we just have to find the time to watch it because again, we keep ourselves busy here at Geekscape Incorporated. Um, Bolty, kicking back to the hybrid animal conversation, has a suggestion. He says, you know what? You're an- he-, he went ahead and assigned us animal hybrids. <laughs> Jonathan is a hyena, I guess. <laughs> Matt is an alpaca. Katie is a cat. And Derek is a corgi. I think because you're looking fluffy here, Derek, we got, you know, with the hair and the beard. Yeah, we're still we're still like raging pandemic over in Canada. So I am, uh, you know, I don't leave the house and I'm scared of the hairdresser at this point. So any haircuts I've had have been uh, from Michaela, who is not a hairdresser. So I kind of stopped getting them. Well, hopefully Matt, we're sending you some of those vaccines as of today's announcement. Matt, <laughs> yes. Would you yes. Be a alpaca? I think you're more capybara as far as I'm concerned. The Brazilian I was thinking chupacabra. <laughs> Chupacabra. We got that. Katie, are you okay being a cat? I love cats. They're great. I just, uh, I feel like once people see me in a live show, they're going to be like, nah, giraffe all the way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm deceptively not short. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tall glass of water we got there. (laughs) Very tall person. It's funny because I I finally met one of my coworkers um, from the Go game in person and um, they're like, holy cow, you are tall. <laughs> Did right. not know it. They thought I was like five four or something. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Andy Ranger is saying that you're a lynx. Then, ooh, I like, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Cat with an, a ta- little, a, an Atari link, but you're an Atari lynx. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're you're a very unsupported short run <laughs> video game system that was technically very impressive. At least give me the Famicom. <laughs> no, no, no. You get Ninja Gaiden, and no. uh, that's what you get. I like the Atari Lynx, and we will. We could battle about uh, the non-Nintendo portable gaming systems anytime you want because I have a soft place in my heart for the Atari Lynx and uh, and some of those games. I still, I still have my Neo Geo Pocket Color. Maybe that's a, maybe that's an episode of Geekscape Games, everybody. Um, Derek, uh, you've been doing a great job. I loved hearing you and Michaela talk about. Um, she would just leave me in a second if the opportunity was yeah yeah Derek has Derek is back in full force he's doing the Xbox Game Pass yeah you guys the peer pressure I finally gave in so you have one less thing to to make I get so excited when I wake up and Friday morning there's either an Xbox Game Passenger or a Geekscape Games waiting for me it's a good feeling I love it I love (laughs) it and Katie we'll get you your own podcast but till then (laughs) 
This is your podcast. I I okay. need to I need to make some connections so that Katie can go visit ninety one Donkey Lane because I I want to listen in. to that yeah. episode so bad. <laughs> the hilarity I'm that in. will ensue. Um, but Matt's been hinting at it. We'll, we're talking about developing some things for our Twitch channel and our YouTube channel to keep those things active. Obviously, anybody on the podcast network is welcome to use us as platforms for their hilarity and their personalities and as their homes because that's what we've built. Um, Geekscapers, I want to thank you for listening to this episode or watching it live. Um, Matt, we don't have any more news other than to get them to go subscribe to Geekscape and the Geekscape Network shows on all their podcasts, yeah, correct? pretty much. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're not already. <laughs> subscribe to the Twitch if you haven't already. And then, yeah, just search Geekscape on any podcasting device and you'll get a whole lot of shows. Just a whole lot of them. And Andy just asked, Katie, are those Legos behind you? You could do a Lego podcast, to which I say, Andy, go back and listen to the whole episode because we went big on all this stuff. Oh, there's, a lot, there. there's yeah. a lot of Legos. There's a lot of Legos. There's a lot. That and might then, be something uh, interesting audio mark. content. Go ahead and just buy me that uh, Lego Davy Lee bugle while you're at it. Oh my uh, gosh. No, right. I don't need anything. I do not need anything, and I do not have room for all that. That could be, a, that could be our post-pandemic experience together. Like Derek and I we will fly build. out to LA, and we'll all build the Daily Bugle together. Oh my gosh, that would be the best day. <laughs> yes! That'd be amazing, and Derek would be like, where's the free food? Uh, <laughs> just just like, just take me, take me to In-N-Out before and after. And okay. Be fine. Yeah. We can do that. Oh, we can do that. Uh, Geeks gave us for family, and uh, I hope you enjoyed being a part of this family for the last hour again our hearts go out to sarah goodwood and the late chris ellis geekscapist who left us way too soon we love you chris uh we will carry your memory forward and we're organizing a blood drive in your name and we'll continue to do things in your name um that's what geekscape's about we don't hate we create Sometimes we hate a little bit. Carlos <laughs> Lopez definitely uh, was hating on that little kid. He oversold some Pokemon cards too, but that's over on Geekscape Games. You're going to need to subscribe to that to get that horrifying story of moral decay. Um, <laughs> Geekscape, we're here uh, ideally every week uh, if Jonathan does have crazy deadlines or is traveling, but uh, we'll be here next week and we'll bring you some more movies, video games, comics, and all that stuff if you have anything you need, email me at jonathanandgeekscape.net. For everything else, find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, subscribe to those channels like Twitch, uh, and you'll get more from us. Uh, For Matt, Derek, Katie, and myself, thank you. Geekscape forever. Don't hate create. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.